Every day is a learning day right here on 98.4 Capital FM. This month is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Now, what's so crazy is that my mom, my mom actually had breast cancer. She had a uh, mastectomy. It was a long, long process. Um, she went to Aga Khan University Hospital. She she found lumps. She didn't tell us about it. She's very, very difficult, that woman. You know where I get it from. Now you know. And um, it, it, was a, it was a time where my sister and I, it was just as COVID was starting. And my sister and I were living with my mom. She moved in with us so that we could look after her during treatment. And it was crazy to see her decline and her decline in when she was going through therapy and I'm talking about the chemotherapy right it's essentially poison being pumped through your veins this took her it took her energy it took her um vivality is that even a word vivality yeah vivaciousness something um but I don't know it just I haven't really, really thought about it because it was a weird time, but she's completely bounced back. She had a a mastectomy. That is, her boob was removed, uh, glands, because there was cancer in the glands, right? So her her arm has swelled up and all of these things. There's so much that goes into it. But even through all of that, even through all of that, have I gone to be checked? Absolutely not. Right? How ridiculous is that? I saw it firsthand. My mum had it. My sister has not been checked. I have not been checked. So I think it's completely, completely uh, fate that uh, that you have been thrown into studio today. Good morning, Joyce. Good morning, Joyce Wawira. Morning, morning. Hello, thank and thank you for coming in to thank studio. Thank you. I'm glad to have. I'm glad to be in the show. Joyce, I I feel like it's um. I don't know if you can check me. I probably not, but uh, <laughs> there is a reason you are here this yeah. morning, and it isn't just because October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Yeah, yeah. Some some crazy sna- stats I'm seeing. It's it's most found in women who are 50 years or older. Is that true? Yeah, that's right. Okay, that's breast right. cancer. But you seem you're definitely not over 50. <laughs> I'm close. I'm almost there. Okay, so it's not always. Tell me what happened with you. When when was that first lump that you felt? When was the alarm bell rung? Well, well, actually it was, um, I would say before I was diagnosed with cancer, I had stayed with it for like 10 years. Before no. it was, yes. And you know, the, the, the sad thing about cancer is that it's never painful. And it comes like, you know, like you wouldn't even suspect because it was a very tiny lump, uh, the size of a pimple. Really? So yes, so actually it's, it started like an itch on my right breast. It was itching, so I was like, "Now what could this be?" And then there was inflammation on the outside, okay, like a, a mosquito bite. Then uh, after them, it was, that was after the menses. So then I discovered there was something uh, hard inside my breast, a very tiny thing you wouldn't even suspect. So what I did, I went to a, a big, uh, a certain national hospital in, here in Nairobi, mm-hmm. and um, they did some lab tests, and they said that it was not a cancer because I was very scared then. I was very scared, and I thought it was cancer, and um, they said it was not cancer. So they told, they told me that they would give me some medications, and the lamp would shrink; it would clear actually. So I was safe. By then, it was not cancerous; it was uh, benign. Okay. Yeah. So they gave me some medications. But I was to do follow follow ups. I was to go for clinics, and um, I actually used to follow the clinics. Uh, it was like oh, once in every month. 
So what happened? The lamb actually shrank. I didn't feel it anymore, but I was still continue. You know, they keep checking because anything is possible depending on the lifestyle you have. So I, I got to a point and I was like, I'm always going for clinics. You go and you queue, you know, and there's no doctor. You thought, come next month, you've already paid. You're supposed to go back again and pay afresh. So I was like, they said it's not cancer. So why why should they even bother? <laughs> and I gave up on the clinics and I moved on with my life. And that's the thing, isn't it? Is yeah. that we we kind of push it aside. Exactly. We ignore it yeah, and yeah. we say it'll just go away magically. Exactly, exactly. Cancer is a scary word. Joyce, what are you doing with kilelehealth.org to make cancer not a scary word? Well, what you're doing uh, in Kilele Health, we are creating advocacy and uh, we are also enlightening people on um, on how to talk for themselves, you know, and to ask questions because people go to the hospital and the doctor just, you know, they do, they tell you that um, they just prescribe for you. You don't want to know what you've been pre- prescribed for and you just go out and buy medication. So you need to know what are you checking me for? And you know what's so scary is the amount of uh, people I speak to who go to national hospitals mm-hmm. and they're just given Panadol exactly. or told it's a cold. Yeah. Meanwhile, they die of like emphysema or something. Exactly. It's just incredible. Yeah, because we have misdiagnosed so many, dis- you know, like cancer in the initial stages. Most In most cases, it's, it's usually a misdiagnosed. You're told it's maybe it's a headache, maybe it's uh, something in malaria, yeah. and maybe it's cancer at the initial stages. Whereas if you had asked questions and, and you know, uh, gone for checkups more and more, they would know. They would detect it early and and save your life. So kilelahealth.org, Are you going out into communities and yeah. and educating women and men? Because that's important as well. Yeah, we are. We have formed actually so many support groups whereby we are we are uh, creating advocacy. You know, for people to open up to talk for themselves and to if maybe they are having any problem, they need to go for screenings. Not necessarily the free screening. They are all over and they are they are discounted actually. Yeah, just to get to know themselves because people die because of ignorance. Mm. Yeah, they need education. So we are creating education, awareness and um, enlightening people on how they, sh- they need to take care of their bodies. And you don't have to wait until it's too late. Ignorance and fear. And uh, fear. Joyce, well, we're uh, a, a cancer survivor. Are you, are you clear? For now, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm cancer free. Okay, fantastic. Yes. That's something to celebrate. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, we will be back because I want to hear more about your story and okay. what kilelahealth.org is doing to okay. help us. And it is sometimes scary talking about cancer, but October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. And boys, that doesn't mean you have to turn off your radio. Excuse mm-hmm. you. Yeah. We all came from women. Yeah. And uh, we all love them. We all know them. Sure. So uh, it's very, it's equally important for men to be aware of this. Uh, I have in studio with me Joyce Wawira. Yeah. Joyce, you are a cancer survivor. Congratulations. How long has it been? Uh, it's been five years now. Five years yeah. since you got your your uh, cancer-free, cancer-free. And yeah. how often do you uh, do you um, get checked? Um, that's in um, once in three months. After every three months, I go for a routine checkup. Still, five years later. Yeah, every but, three months. Yeah, but I wouldn't say that. I usually, I in fact nowadays not really. Once in a blue moon, because I'm good. I'm good. You're good. Yeah. Okay. I'm good. Now, so so let me ask you this. You know, my mum, thankfully, well, mm-hmm. she 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 had health insurance. It's since 
it's the insurance company has since disappeared without oh, telling her. Let's wow. not even that's a yeah. whole nother subject. Yeah. But she was able, thank goodness, mm-hmm. to go to uh, a private yeah. uh, hospital mm-hmm. for for people who have um, breast cancer and can only afford uh, public health. Mm-hmm. What is the situation in public hospitals for breast cancer um, uh, patients? Well, I wouldn't say the insurance cover is friendly in public hospitals because it doesn't cover much, uh, maybe 30%. And yes, and the rest is supposed to, you know, to pay for yourself. So you find that uh, uh, cancer patients have to, you know, sell their properties and exhaust themselves mm. just to cater for the treatment, which is very expensive. So actually, the reason why Kilele came on board is to request the government if they can, you know, come up with uh, friendly insurance covers that can cater for uh, people living with cancer and not only cancer, but non-communicable diseases. Now, this word, yeah. I was like, a what? <laughs> a medical, what? Yeah. Non-communicable, but non-communicable. Think of not communicatable, right? Yeah. yeah. They, they are like heart disease, cancer, mm-hmm. respiratory disease, diabetes. So they're basically diseases you don't communicate yeah. externally. Yeah. Ah. Like you wouldn't tell unless if I share my story with you. Now, they are the leading cause of death worldwide and they are an emerging global health threat. Yeah. yeah. But uh, Joyce, tell me a little bit about when you're in uh, government hospitals, Mm -hmm. what is the feeling? What is the standard of care when Mm -hmm. you're in there getting checked? Well, if I can share my story... Uh, the first time, because that's where I went when I discovered that I had that uh, lamp on my breast, uh, it wasn't friendly because like you have to kill and it's not guaranteed that you'll see the doctor. Actually, what happened uh, after now they discovered it was cancer, I was to wait for uh, three months for me to get treatment, to, to be seen by the oncology. And time is, time is ticking, and time, right? And you know that uh, the, the cells, once that you prick the breast... That thing grows rapidly, you know, very fast. So my breast was like swollen completely and I had to wait for three months to see the oncology. So, yeah, I had to save my situation and just, you know, seek care from a private hospital. That's unbelievable. Yeah. And and, and that's that that makes you that makes you scared, but it also makes you angry. Exactly. I was, you know, I was by there. I was very angry. I, I couldn't wait even for the queue. I had to just. I had to, to step out and, and, and find a way to my private hospital. That's unreal. Yeah, it was crazy. So that's why Kilele House have come together to, to lobby the government? Yeah, for the insurance covers that can, you know, not everyone can manage to go to a private hospital. Most yeah. of them are able to go to their uh, public hospitals. So we need to have a government that can, you know, uh, come up with insurance covers that are friendly. And if possible, even like HIV is free. Yeah, they get their medications free. So if they can do the same for cancer patients, that would be that would be good. Because so many people are dying not because of cancer, but because they can't afford the tre- the costly treatment. And that's the crazy thing is yeah. that you're dying because you don't have money. And that is painful. We are losing promising and future you know future leaders who would have lived not because they were meant to die, but because they are lacking. Well, yeah. you're, you're, you're losing citizens, which yeah. is the crazy thing. And I believe the government can do something about that. Well, here's can. hoping. Here's they hoping. Can. Now, you are um, holding an event. Yeah. It's such a lovely event. On the 5th of November, so yeah. in a couple of weeks, mm-hmm. uh, it's, the theme is She, Born to Lead, at yeah. the Radisson Blue Hotel, Upper Hill. Yeah. 5 p.m. to 9 p.m. It's very, very exciting because you mm-hmm. can get dressed up yeah. and you can uh, escape 
yeah. from uh, from the realities. I think that's why we dress up and go out. Exactly. Is, is just to do something. But you're also doing something good because mm-hmm. all the proceeds go yeah, to Hope to for Cancer Kids. Exactly. Now, more information on that, head to your website, right? Yeah, yeah. To health.org. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, the pay bill for that event is 888 Tickets yeah. are just 5K per person and yeah. all of the cash will go to Cancer for Kids. Yes. Now, uh, Joyce Wawira, I, I, I will say this. Congratulations Thank on you. your um, cancer-free diagnosis. Thank you. But I will say this. Do you know, do mm-hmm. you know that there are breast prosthetics made right here in Kenya? Wow, that's awesome, actually. <laughs> you didn't, right? I didn't know. Do you do you wear a prosthetic? Yeah, I do. What I know that is made in Kenya are those, you know, the knitted ones, yeah? Yeah. Which is what I use because uh, the, the others, the prosthetics that is... Uh, uh, they usually have yeah the silicone mm, one mm. is a uh, is a bit expensive and you know what's so crazy is yeah. that we had the lady who makes them herself wow. single-handedly wow. in her home wow. with medical grade silicon oh. she is a doctor herself awesome. but she was so fed up of mm-hmm. the knitted ones of mm. like it's it smelling it accumulating I also sweat don't like them. you don't like that when you sweat you know really when you sweat they just smell and you have to keep on using a uh, sprays and that uh, and you have to wash them independently. And you have to wash them. I don't like them. Honestly, well, I don't like for them. you, Joyce, mm-hmm. you need to head to anumi.com. That's wow. A-N-W-M-I-I.com. Mm-hmm. Dr. Mary Mugambi. I'll she, um, she's a lovely, she's a cancer survivor, double mastectomy. Wow. She's wow. such a lovely lady. Oh. I'm going to give you her number. Kindly. If you do need it as well, 0701-984-984, and I'll share that as mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. Listen, um, I do have to say, we have the best, best listeners right here on 98.4 Capital FM, yeah. Joyce. Yeah. Um, I have a message here from Joan in mm-hmm. Kiambu. She says, "If you do you need volunteers for your organization? Because mm-hmm. the topic is so close to her heart and she mm-hmm. would love to volunteer. So for kilelehealth.org, mm-hmm. can I give you Joan's details? Sure. Yeah? Yeah. Thank you so much for All coming right. in, Joyce. And congratulations for beating cancer. Thank you. Thank cancer you. seriously sucks. Wow. <laughs> it was not easy, but by the grace of God... I, I, I'm grateful. You're I'm here grateful today. To be alive and I'm here to impact souls positively. That cancer is indeed curable. And that's that leads into my conversation earlier. I had this conversation earlier. Even doing something small is yeah. better than doing nothing at all. See, exactly. Sindio. Exactly. Thank you so much, Joyce. Yeah, yeah. Let's take a quick break and we'll be right back after this.